Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello everybody, welcome back to One for the Weekend with a very special guest. Rory is here, Flav is away, um, drank too much whilst he was away and is yet to show up. That's impressive. Um, so is he stop. still hungover from New Year? He's yet to. He's Three gone, day hangover. He's gone, uh, what was it, AWOL. And he said ad hoc. He's, normally he's ad hoc. He's, yeah, he's now he's gone AWOL. AWOL. But Rory's here, Rory's the one, you're the one mate. You're the, you're the su- straight super even, sub. But the trouble is, even it. I can see it's a downgrade. I, I, actually, not, I actually feel like that. Do you know, the only thing is, I, I feel like I was saying before we started that there's a few bits in here that I, I normally do sounds and bits and pieces like that. I don't really, you're too suave. With Flav it feels right. With you, I just feel like I'm letting you down. No, you can never. <laughs> you don't have it in you. But anyway. no, I, th- I think let's stick to. I'm up for this. You want I'm, up, me to do I'm, it? I'm gonna commit. What was it? Yeah. I remember the first time you came on the pod. It was um, I did the phone call. Is that still in? <laughs> no. Damn it. Phone call's been gone for a little. Yeah, while. I was baffled. But the thing is, in that situation, <laughs> you didn't warn me. It was me. like Chris Morley. Could you start doing it? it? I think the thing that threw me most was not only did you start doing a phone call, which was pretty odd for a podcast. Sure. It was then that you answered the podcast as, say, f- for example, Chris Smalling, <laughs> which a little bit odd again. But then you gave him an accent that yeah, he definitely in doesn't the voice have. Of Chris Akabusi, not Chris Akabusi, <laughs> Chris Eubank. Chris, that's right. Sorry. You just gave him your own voice, which I thought. I thought now we've with with layers here. I was trying to give you a clear flavour in one punch of well, what one for the weekend. Well, it is. works. Um, this is the best podcast you've never heard of. Um, <laughs> welcome back. Um, the first one of 2019. Flav's not even here. After all the, like, the chat last, uh, last year about possible live shows, he's trying to push that now, isn't he? Cause it's he's so nice, isn't he? That's his thing. Yeah, he's trying to kind of push that because he does it for himself. But anyway, we'll see. We'll see how that goes because I'm not happy. And he's, you know, <laughs> I don't know where he is, is the point. Um, but it's an FA Cup weekend. This is, the other problem with this one is we're recording this before Liverpool, Man City. Yes. Or Man City, Liverpool, sorry. So we can't divulge in that. But it's FA Cup anyway. So don't worry. And if you're a Chelsea fan, Rory's here to go through all the uh, dealings. The first big deal, the Pulisic deal. Um, and we'll talk about, yeah, loads of Chelsea bits. Man United as well. And all your favourites as well. Um, first things first. Um, FA Cup weekend. Loads of fixtures here. And there's a few derby games for all. Mate, you can't, you can't beat the FA Cup. FA Cup third Joe, Let's do weekend. that first before we do our, uh, our derby games. Because there's nothing nicer than... You're the perfect person for FA Cup third round. Do you know who I hate? Actually, we're perfect because we're both sides of the FA Cup uh, coin. Are you different to me? Uh, but this is uh, as in, like, in my experiences, yeah. You have, you haven't. I understand why though. As a QPR fan, this isn't me kind of going one nil up already. No. But as a QPR you fan, didn't you? Don't you have the longest record for not having a win in the FA Cup? We've not won in be it the first round or third round, the initial round that you're in. We've not won. Um, in 90 minutes since 1997. And there's been some glorious moments within that. You're looking at Vauxhall Motors. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, I wouldn't say glorious, but yeah. Well, yeah. glorious from my perspective. Glorious from your perspective. We lost to Grimsby, I think. We've lost to... Mate, Vauxhall Motors has got Vauxhall to be the Motors pinnacle. was the worst, yeah. Because they're, they're mechanics. <laughs> we got beaten by mechanics <laughs> and we, we drew the first game at their ground so got them back to Loftus Road it'll be fine they <laughs> <laughs> won at Loftus Road <laughs> they beat us on penalties at Loftus Road absolute mess oh that's um, yeah and do you know what always happens with us and we've got it this time so we've got Leeds on uh, Sunday where? at uh, home okay. so I, I'm going to that we it's not like, a, oh, we always get a really tough away draw. We always get... We're quite kind. We get kind. <laughs> we get kind. Yeah. Do you know what we get? A yeah. team at the top of League One. Like, I think we got Sheffield United or something. We might have been in the Prem or something. 
we got Sheffield United and, and they were in League One at that moment in time, something like that. Or we'll get a championship team that's like just above us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't complain about that, though. I would take that if we yeah. had like a decent run. You go, Leeds okay, we can win this and do Leeds, something. But we Leeds never are, do. Leeds are good. But I think it could be a blessing in disguise because, you know, Leeds aren't going to win the FA Cup, but they could get promoted. Yeah, yeah. So maybe their manager will be thinking along those lines, which could do you a favour as a home team. Yeah, true. Well, that, they'll have billions of fans down there, won't they? They're, they're okay, such I mean, a well-supported club. Yeah, they are, they are. Um, the thing is, though, that, you know, we're... So QPR are having a season where... It's going really well, mm. like surprisingly well. I like, didn't expect it to, to be to, for us to look as though we're going to be as safe as we're going to be. Yeah. But I still expect us to make 10 changes. And so if, if QPR are doing it when they're looking okay at the moment to be safe, could dream of the players. That's what really I was going to no say. Of, yeah. is, that not, is that not the, the hope? Is I the aspiration know. not somehow we're going to scrape into the playoffs here? I, can't, I just can't see it. If you look at the, the league, we're four points off and there's teams below us like Villa are still below us, Stoke oh, City Well, then you need to be us. going all out for the cup. If you're not going to get promoted, you need to be going all out for the cup. Do you think? Yeah. I think it's... It, but, and the other problem with the FA Cup is that it's, at this st- stage of the season, everyone's exhausted. Mate, you're never too exhausted for the FA Cup. That's true. The FA Cup means so much to so many. You can't, you can't put it down to fatigue. And, but no, but the, but I, all I know is is that look, the FA Cup is important. It will always be important. But there it's, it, that's it, the end of your sentence. The FA Cup but, is important and will always be import, important. Full stop. However, <laughs> no, look, I, look, I want nothing more than because that that's the that's the dream for a, a QPR fan. That's a, that's actually the dream for that's actually the dream for two nil down, two nil down, three two up. QPR won the cup. We did, 1967, and you all remember that one. That was fantastic. But yeah, that is, that is actually the ceiling for a lot of these clubs. So when I was looking at the, who's a, t- who's a team that you might think might make some changes but won't make changes? League One, League One down, everyone won't. Championship, I honestly think, I bet there'll be an article, because there always is, big article about the, um, the amount of um, teams in the Championship that did that. But... I'm looking at Everton. I'm looking no, at Leicester. Never, there's only one. There's one group of players in the whole world that I legitimately think should make changes, and they are the people wrestling to be promoted to the Premier League. Nobody else. Not even. Not even like. A, no, so not Southampton even, have got Derby. Not even somebody. Not even somebody who's looking to go down because it's the FA Cup. The only thing bigger than the FA Cup is promotion to the Premier League because I, they're not going to win the FA Cup. That's the thing. Everton. Making changes for the FA Cup is crackers for me because they could win the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, true. Or they, they could go really far in it. Yeah, and then anything happens. Yeah. Um, let's have a look at some of the fixtures then. Uh, I've got them here. A couple of Derby games uh, out of them as well, which is surprising. Uh, d- uh, thank you for everyone who uh, wrote in your uh, your Derby games. So this what something one bit that we do, Rory. I don't know if you probably haven't done it with Flav because he doesn't really produce it. Well, I like I like Derby chat. Uh, so. Well, first derby is uh, from Danny Lightfoot, Newcastle versus Blackburn, which is the uh, we were bigger in the 90s derby. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, it's I also see. the Alan Shearer derby. The, uh, Newcastle yeah, that's, that's the Alan Shearer derby, yes. Yeah. I tell you what, as I read these through, if you can spot another one on okay, there. Okay, this, this is a great game. game. There's a couple of games for Rory. Well, so yesterday night, for example, Chelsea played Southampton. That's the Craig Nance derby. <laughs> the Craig Nance derby, who no one knows. But, Craig, but, I'm the, but I'm playing the game very well. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, that is, that is the idea. He's exactly. from Southampton, he supports Chelsea, it's Craig Nance derby. Yeah, well, so another example of that, I saw it, it was, uh, I think it was a guy called Jake, maybe. He said that uh, Man United Reading is the Berkshire derby. <laughs> okay, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I see what he's doing. I see what he's doing. Area. It's a little gag, I like it. Everton versus Leicester, according to Jake, is that we're not getting top six and we're not getting relegated, so we should probably go for a cup run, but we're still going to rotate heavily and get knocked out early on derby. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'll, yeah, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm enjoying now. this derby. Yeah, that. this is good. Okay, Jamie Cooper, he says that uh, Blackpool Arsenal's a big derby game. It's a... Uh, the fans hate the owners' derby. I mean, it's a few of those probably knocking about. And I tell you, if you're a Blackpool fan, you're probably offended by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, yeah <laughs> Massively. Yeah, the owners are incomparable. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Smith, Villa versus Swansea, the Tammy Abraham derby. There's another one that's out there. Too easy. Too easy, yeah. Too that's, easy. Well you done. You can't do that. Well done. You can't do that. Because well I, I just saw one of those and I thought... I'm not. I'm not even going to play that game. I just saw it's Birmingham. Birmingham are on here somewhere, and I thought I it's like a that. Harry Redknapp derby. West Ham, Birmingham. West Ham, Birmingham. I thought Harry Redknapp. 
Harry Redknapp. But that's or, too easy. I'm not or, going to Harry Redknapp. I think that's, there was another one. Where is it? Uh, Darren Anthony Fox, uh, the Dildo Derby. You've got, okay, you've got better, Brady, better, Solomon um, Nankard, yes, better. all involved in that one. The reason I put Tammy Abraham there is because I want to talk to you about Tammy Abraham in a second. But okay. that, you're right, that's bang on. When it was West Ham, Man City, everyone's going, Pellegrini Derby. No, no, no. no. Steve Lomas Derby. Yes, <laughs> yes. So much better. So, yeah. Uh, there's a few derbies out there. Any more, let me know in the comments below. Um, but, yeah, I want to talk about Tammy Abraham for a second. Because uh, Chelsea have said he's not for sale. Yeah, he is, though, isn't he? <laughs> not for sale maybe this year. Um, mm. So Wolves are interested in him. He's on loan at Aston Villa. Scored two goals against QPR the other day. 16 goals this season already. I expected him to go down and, and smash it up, especially at Aston Villa, because they should be winning mm. a lot of games. Um, but this kind of links into a lot of the Chelsea chat that we can kind of have with Pulisic and uh, Hudson-Odoi and... Ruben lost his cheek and all these other young players that you've got that are brilliant. Why, why are Chelsea saying that Tammy Abraham's not for sale when you might as well sell him because he's never going to play for you? Yeah, I, I think, sadly, it's not a point I agree with, but I think that's probably spot on. I don't think that Tammy Abraham is in our thoughts at all for first-team football. Um, I think you say that somebody isn't for sale because you don't accept a first offer and you try and drive the price up. And you therefore, you're, you know, it's a business transaction. Do you know what? Am I being a bit harsh in saying that even Tammy Abraham, who's, I'm guessing he's 20, 21, um, are we looking at it too soon? Do we have to look at footballers now as they need to be ready to step in and totally do it? And so a Rashford is an anomaly, whereas these tw- you need to get to 22, 23, like Jesse Lingard was, before you can actually be ready to play. The, the trouble is, to play for Chelsea, you don't have to be a good striker, which Tammy Abraham is undoubtedly. You have to be one of the best strikers in the world. In principle, and look, Alvaro Morata tells to be a very different story, of you. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. who you have to be. Yeah. So it's virtually impossible to break through into, in that position, to lead the line for Chelsea, because Chelsea don't have time for you to bed in. It's such a glamour position it's as well. It's such a glamour it? position. It's, our mar- it's where our marquee sign, you know, Avara Morata has been an abysmal signing, but he's still our most, ever, most expensive player ever. Mm. Therefore, Tammy Abraham cannot do that yeah. at the moment. You know, it would be, and, it would and be crazy. I guess the only, I guess if you're Tommy Abraham, you're always looking for a kind of a new route to, to that if you want to. Because mm. you should, he should have the kind of, that's um, oh, the wrong word, but belief in himself that he can go and play for Chelsea at some point. But like the, the route maybe is, a, is like Christensen. And we're seeing it more and more actually, a lot of players yeah. going to Germany, I think, going to you, other leagues. Do you know what, though, the, the thing is, we've seen this story, it's a very well told one from Chelsea. There's been a lot of players who have been at, on Chelsea's books who people have got very excited about who ultimately have left. Nobody, with the exception of the obvious, because nobody was surprised that Romelu Lukaku went on to score loads of goals for Everton and subsequently Manchester United. Equally, nobody was surprised that Kevin De Bruyne has gone on to be a great player. Or Salah. But Salah... Salah was, a Salah was a again though he was it? a big player when he came but you know yeah. the, so the, the big names at Chelsea you had the likes of Jeremy Boga you had the likes of Patrick Bamford you had you know there's been Gail Kakuta Gail Kakuta yeah, yeah there's been you know there's been a lot of players who Lucas Piazzon was another one you know really lot, a lot of hype a lot of expectation none of those players that Chelsea have let go and made a lot of money on have come back to bite us on the arse yet right so I do think that the club I don't necessarily like the way that they employ and, and do business, but I think that the club have got it right because nobody that we've let go and turned a pro- So Christian Atsu, for example, he had a big future. There was a time when he looked very good. We sold him for eight million quid. Mm. He's not worth eight million quid today at Newcastle. I, I don't really know what eight million's worth nowadays, but I, I get your point. Uh, one thing I would say is that, that you know, there's, there are different tiers of player, and so that probably just fits the percentage of great players to average players. Do you I, know think, what I, mean? I think the question with, regarding Abraham has to be this. Is Tammy Abraham going to be a world-class centre-forward? And if the answer to that is yes, then Chelsea are making the wrong decision. And by world-class, I do mean the elite. Mm. I mean, like Chelsea are going to sign at some point, whether it's, in, whether it's in this window, the next window, or the one after. Chelsea will go and spend 85 million quid on one of the best strikers in the world. Yeah. If Tammy Abraham isn't that, he's never going to get in over that person and therefore he needs to leave. For his own sake, for our sake and for the club that he goes to sake. Would, would you, if he was in your squad now, would he... Yeah, I'd play him. 
he'd get a run, wouldn't he? I'd play him now. I think he's so. Put- so does shouldn't he like like Harry Kane did? Should be kind of he has to be there and waiting in the wings. Yeah, James. I'm not saying what I agree with. I'm saying what I think the what reality happens. of the situation yeah, yeah. is. Uh, the way that I would like, if 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 I was chairman of this club, which you know the night is young, we never know how life's <laughs> going to end. One day. But if I if I was the chairman of the club, Tammy Abraham should like Alvaro Morata. If if is, he is did become. Uh, chairman of Chelsea, would you hire Statman Dave as your manager? Because he has strong beliefs, he wants to be a manager. Would you do that in this, well, in this Dave, fictional world that we're Statman living Dave in? Statman Dave has told me that he's going to win a Champions League, and for that reason alone, <laughs> I'd love Chelsea to win another Champions League. So, yes. That's a win win, isn't it? Yeah, 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 that's great. Um, sorry. But no, back, like, on, a, on a more realistic <laughs> note, um, go on, Dave. I think, that, I think that Tam, Tammy Abraham is the best striker available to Chelsea at the moment. But it's irrelevant. It would be he, Tammy Abraham has as much chance of playing for Chelsea in a Premier League match this season as I do. Yeah. Uh, so we have to deal with we're dealing we're, we're dealing in idealism if we think that Tammy Abraham is an option here. But what about over? The, I mean, even over the Christmas period, that's when you often see these uh, these kids get get their debuts, get their starts. Have you seen that at all in the over the Christmas period? Have there been any of those youngsters playing? No. Well, it's, it's an interesting one because. The, the, you know, the genre of Chelsea fan who love the youth. You know, there's a very, you know, people who are called like Hazard's Rabona on Twitter and hate me. They love Sarri. You know, they love the process and they're really into Sarri as a man. And they're also into youth football. Mm. Sarri hasn't, not interested. Right. Not interested in the kids at all. Like, he really isn't. And I understand why, because he's been brought into a club where he, you know, results are demanded immediately. And we must qualify for the Champions League, and you can't risk putting a kid in there because it may not work. Well, that's why I wonder if that—that's how—that's the route now. Is that you have to be 23, 24, maybe ready to maybe. go and, but you, and you, deliver? Do you know what my logic would be? I think that if you look at Chelsea's options at the moment, right? Olivier Giroud scored a fantastic goal against Crystal Palace. It was ruled out, and he got injured. So he's—we've got three options. He's out. Mm. Alvaro Morata is 100% not good enough, so he's out. Tammy Abraham might be good enough. So just pick him, because yeah, well, yeah. I know Alvaro Morata's crap. So you might as well just pick the bloke who might not be crap over the bloke who I know for a fact is. Yeah. But yeah. that can't be... That's me talking no, to you. No, no, that, that makes total sense, though, mate. And that makes total sense. But, but not especially for a, a guy who's Not for a ma- Like, you're effectively, what we're asking Sarri to do is pick a bloke who's scoring goals for Villa fairly regularly over a bloke who's won the Champions League twice. But I also... But for the do, whole do you season... Hear that, though? Though? I hear you. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I get it. But... I, for t- for for the whole season, you've just had two strikers then. In, but then remember, we play, play Hazard, we play Hazard as a false nine, right, right. which is mental. Which is you, mental. You don't think that worked? Well, no. I mean, we've it's had a good result. Way. It happened against City, but City the City result papered over a lot of cracks. But you've got the best winger in the league, and you're playing him up front. So not only do you lose a really good striker because he's not a striker, mm. you also lose the best winger in the league. This is my issue with Sarri. We've got the best winger in the league, you're playing him up front. We've got the best defensive midfielder in the league and we're playing him as an attacking midfielder. It's, it's mental. Like, yeah. Eden Hazard isn't a centre-forward. On no, on, on no, nobody could make a case for that, that his best position on a football pitch is centre-forward. No, I, I, would, I would agree with that, but I guess it's about options, isn't it? And if you don't, if you know, if you don't want to play Morata, and you've got Pedro and Willian and you're having to drop one of those two, then, yeah. then maybe that's your way around it. And the Kanté thing, I watched a couple of videos about him and it's, he's playing defensive midfield. He's just playing it really far up. And I can understand the idea behind it, but ultimately, there's a reason why people are defensive midfielders. Yeah. It's because, and I'm one of them, you're not Composed. good at finishing. You're not, <laughs> you're you're just not, not compo- good at... Like, yeah. Kanté scored a couple of goals this season. And... You know, he smashed one in against City, great finish. He scored one against Palace, which he did well. He took it on the chest, he finished with his weaker foot. But, I mean, that bobbled over the light. It was a, it was a bobbler. He scored, yeah, I think yeah, he scored yeah. on the opening day as well. I mean, his shin had gone in. He's not a natural, you know, Frank no. Lampard was a natural finisher from midfield. Yeah. N'Golo Kante isn't that, but we're playing him there to accommodate Jorginho, who, for me, doesn't do enough. He just doesn't do enough. I mean, it's, that's not a hipster's approach to football. And, he just knocks it side. It's so boring. I think he's he's as good as the players around him. Sometimes, like like Alonso played in amazing teams, and he was an amazing footballer. 
but he wasn't a you know he wasn't a quick footballer. Mm. He was he didn't he wasn't great at dribbling. His passing range was great, but he did things quickly. Mm. I think Jorginho has the ability to do things quickly, but I don't think he's always got those players. To, do you know how uninspiring? Well, they're saying that your midfield's really good. Midfield's really good, but the trouble is it's so uninspiring. We were nil nil at home to Southampton in the last minute. They're Southampton, a yeah, you know, relegation terrible. fodder. Yeah, yeah. When the ball comes into Jorginho, he knocks it back to Luis. Luis knocks it back to him. Southampton thinking, lovely, thank <laughs> God. Yeah, 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 yeah. You think, should we just try something else? <laughs> like, just, I appreciate the system and I appreciate the process, but should we just try? Just knock it long, maybe. You never know. Let's just yeah. put the ball in their box and hope for the best. But again, and that's it, you know, like I was saying with Kante, that's why I don't, I don't think you're getting the best out of him there, is because, you know, when you're... This happened to me actually once. I was like, third year at uni, right, I was... I'd, all I wanted to do was play uni football. It was like Wembley last year. Are you and, in? Are you, well, what, I, what uni are we at? Let's set the scene at, here. So we're at Sheffield Allen University. Right. right. First year wasn't good enough. I played right back and it was stupid. First team though? No, no, sorry. I, I went to the trials, didn't get in. Right. Second year, I went, I'm going to go centre midfield this year. I played incredible. Very long story short, um, one of the managers just thought they'd picked me because everyone called me Jimmy. But actually, he'd picked someone called someone. Jim Me. No way. And so the rest of them went, oh, he's gone. Okay. And I bumped into one of those guys like two weeks in. I was like, how are you getting on? He's like, yeah, good. How are you getting on in the seconds? I was like, I didn't get picked. Yeah. What are you in about? Anyway, third year, I know all these guys now because I've played so much football with them all. One of them comes up to me and goes, shows me his team. I'm in his team already. No. So I'm like, don't do that to me. Wow. I don't need this. Wow. And uh, anyway, I, so I got through that bit and didn't play great. But then we start, played an intramural game. And because he'd seen me playing like like eight aside on like yeah, yeah. AstroTurf and like passing it about, doing all this stuff. He was like, oh, he's an attacking midfielder. He must be an attacking midfielder. So he put me he liked the, in the diamond formation. Oh, God. Into attacking midfielder. Horrible position. And I was so bad. It's horrible. Because some players like to see everything. Yeah. And some people just like to be instinctive and, yeah. and do stuff. And Kante's not that guy. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Do you know what? I've, I've found that. Obviously, because of my like, age that is going up so rapidly. I just feel like that, doesn't it? I found, well, now like I'm that. officially a senior at football, right? I found myself playing at fullback, and I've generally played midfield. Right. Do you know, I mean, everyone watching this, anyone who's played football will completely empathise with this, how wonderful it is to play at fullback. So oh, you so pick the ball up, and you've only got to look like that. <laughs> it is wonderful. It, it, basically, if you, look, if you look forwards, and you look to your left, like when I play right back, if nobody's there, You've got all the time in the world. You know when I used to pick the ball up central midfield? You think, you've got to have eyes up your arse, you don't yeah, know where, yeah. <laughs> where it's coming from. You play the first time ball just to make sure that you retain possession. It's a breath of fresh air. I love it. I feel like I'm all the time in the world. Nearly to stroll on the beach. Um, sticking with young players, Pulisic is the, is the man who's come in. Um, yes. And, what was it, 57.5 million. He's played 115 games for Dortmund in all competitions. That's make his so day in 2016. Um, 20, I think. 20 years old to have played. 15 that goals, 24 assists, which I, I, I like that there's more assists and that's a decent number there. But yeah, the amount of goals isn't huge. But he is that kind of player who sort of drives with the ball um, and then has, you know, like we were just yeah. saying, he's not like, a, not like a right back, right in the middle of it all. Yeah. He's happy to sort of drive through with the ball and then play, play the ball. He's got great quick feet. Um, but he's only started five games this season. So. What do you think of this, uh, this, uh, this signing? I'm really excited. I think it's great news with a caveat. And the caveat is, if we're signing Pulisic to ultimately maybe replace Willian, maybe replace Pedro and improve our team, I think it's a great signing. If we're buying Pulisic ultimately to replace Eden Hazard, mm. then it's a terrible signing. I see your point. Yeah. If, if he's been brought in to improve what is currently there, then it's only good. If he's been brought in... To, you know, he is not a replacement for Eden Hazard. No. And therefore, the team, the average skill on, and like ability of that team is going to de- decrease. And I guess, the, the thing I worry about with this is, is the. I watched a couple of videos uh, about uh, him signing, and one well, I wanted to watch, I think it was ESPN. Because I wanted to see how the Americans looked at it. And the Americans were like, the rise continues. They love him, don't they? Like, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, biggest. Yeah. ever signing from an and American don't for one second think that that sentence that you've just said isn't within the Chelsea like the decision making process to sign a player like this well, Chelsea are desperately yeah. trying to crack America now for a guy who scored you know an attacking player who scored 15 goals in 115 games that's not a lot 
No. Now, now I know that he's young and, and there, there's an education that kind of comes with all of exactly. that. So that's fine. But 60 million, the reason it's that much is is that element of the him being an American. Because I think to, a lot of people degree, were circling for him. Uh, they? Do you know what? what I think there is as well? It's very rare that you get an opportunity as a football club to buy two things at once. And that's what we've got here. Um, and the only other player that I can think where you had this opportunity was Raheem Sterling. Effectively, what you're buying when you buy a player like, say, Sterling, when he went, I mean, when he went from Liverpool, Liverpool to, to City, Matthew, yeah. and what we've buying with Pulisic, you're buying a finished article because he's, you know, a, he's played over 100 games, so he's obviously a finished article. But you're also buying potential in the same player, mm. so you're buying I'm potential. Not sure he's a finished article. No, well, no players will improve and their game will amend for the rest of their life, but. But yeah, he is—he's he, played a hundred games, room, isn't he? Yeah. He's played a hundred games, so yeah, he is—he yeah. is a proven player. So you can yeah. buy a proven player and a player with potential. Most most of the time, you can't buy that in one. You buy potential. Gizzo, who's played—you know—never. Kevin De Bruyne had played twice when Butcher Gladbach bought him from us. Butcher Gladbach, I think so. Um, Was it Bremen? Werder Bremen? No, well, I think when it was a, a German club. A German club bought <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. They were buying. The potential because he yeah, only yeah. played two games for Chelsea. Got you. He's played a hundred games yeah. and he's twenty. Yeah. So you're buying both. True. And it, he's playing in a position where it's about intelligence as well. So you do need that game time to to do that. I mean, he hasn't had that that much this year. Yeah. Um, the thing I would and I let him keep you our fans. So I kind of worry about him not getting in their team. Uh, I think so. I would worry as a Chelsea if, if I were to be a Chelsea fan, heaven forbid, <laughs> that. There's a huge amount of pressure on this lad, and he's going to be. It feels. It doesn't feel totally like a Shevchenko or a Torres, but it feels like it could. It's a huge amount of pressure that either he'll thrive on or he'll really struggle with. Like, it feels a bit Maratta ish. No, I don't think so. I think that, that the position that he plays, there isn't that pressure. It's a number nine thing. Like, it doesn't matter what shirt you wear. It's the position of it. And also, you know, people say the number nine cursed shirt of Chelsea. and Which isn't true at all. You know, Peter Osgood, Jimmy Floyd, Hasselbank, they were fantastic players. But it's a thing, the number nine shirt of Chelsea. So I don't think it's the same. But of course, there is an an expectation on Pulisic. And he needs to hit the ground running because the club need him to. Mm -hmm. Because I, I think Pedro is a masterful football player. But his contract's over in 2020. And... He's not young. Willian isn't popular. He makes wrong decisions. I like him. I think he's. I think he's a good player. I don't think he's a great player. Probably don't think he's good enough for us anymore. But I, I don't mind him. But he's yeah, hated. Yeah. Somebody needs to come in because those three. You know, Hazard, Pedro, Willian. They all finished twenty twenty. Really? Yeah. So right, we desperately so need, need wingers. Yeah. If Hazard doesn't sign, and our wingers are Pedro, Willian, and Pulisic. That's not good enough. Mm. What about Hudson Odoi? How does he come into all of this? Do you think? He'll, I really, um, really hope that Hud- it feels like. So you're going to come to an end of a cycle, and then you're going to, have to start again a little bit. Yeah, I, but with Hudson Odoi, I think I think the club will not let him go. The only way they let him go now is if Bayern Munich do something, which, from their perspective, they should do, which is make it impossible for us not to accept, which would be twenty million quid. If they do that, I'll be heartbroken because he's. He's the one for me. He's the jewel in the crown. Right. Like, this youth team has been so good. You know, it won everything under Jody Morris. It really was a brilliant team. And Hudson-Odoi needs to be given first-team football at Chelsea. Do you do the old... What about the two-year loan with him? Do you think that might work? Yeah, got, maybe, but we of, need players like now. It's going to work for you guys. Though. We need players now, though. Like, Pedro... Look, look here's, here's a perfect question. Is Hudson-Odoi at least as good as William? Now, and I would say probably yes, because William is on really poor form. Really? Yeah, really poor. And he, and I've, I've never known. I feel like a bit of pace sometimes. He doesn't score any goals either. Yeah, yeah. Like there's no goals in our team. Mm. There really isn't. We're so flat on that front. So I, I think that Hudson Odoi needs to be given a chance. But again, being realistic about it, it's obviously not going to happen. I just don't want him to sell him. Just don't sell him to Munich. Because that's a disaster. That is a complete disaster. What is he? He's one you see like a De Bruyne, like a, you see. He's the one it. I think. Like you know, we've seen it all before, but he is the one I think has star quality. 
I think Tammy Abraham's a great player, and I'd mm. like to think that he could make it at Chelsea. But from what I've seen of him, he's going to have a really good career, but probably not at the level that we are play- playing at. We're operating at a level that is trying to win the Champions League. I don't think Tammy Abraham is going to be that player. Yeah. But I think Hudson Odoi is. I hope he does. I think I hope. It's oh, I the, hope he does. Obviously, do I hope he does? Just because I, I think there's an element um, with English eyes when you look at English players, you always think they're kind of there's a limit to them, and I'm hoping that these guys aren't. Do you know? What yeah, I mean? no, but, I do yeah, know obviously. what you mean. But do you know who's changed all that? Is the one of the reasons that we've probably got hold of Pulisic, Sancho. Sancho, yeah. You're suddenly looking at this English kid, and you're like, this kid is going to win a Ballon d'Or. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic, amazing. He's going to win a Ballon d'Or. He's absolutely tearing it up. Crazy. Mate, he's so disgusting on skills. He's so <laughs> disgusting. So I feel sorry for people when it happens because it happens to me. But do you know what it's comparable to? You know if you're playing football, if you've got like a little cousin or something, like a six-year-old or five-year-old, you know when you've got the ball with a five-year-old and you're just <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, swining him up and he yeah, can't do yeah, anything yeah. about it. That's what he does to professional footballers. And he's so young. He's so young. He's a child. So young. He's a child. He's a fucking child. He's a child. It's great. Mate, we're good. Do you know, I was chatting to, uh, to my mate the other day and he said, uh, Craig, uh, not that Stoke Craig, another one, Stoke Fat. And uh, as long as we've been doing Great Touch for a Big Lad, our podcast, he said, I'm not watching Qatar 2020. Not watching it. It's disgraceful. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Happen there, and it is a disgrace. I, 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 I see respect in that. Yeah, I, I don't, totally I don't agree with it, that. but I see his point. Yeah, but I've always gone. I can't say that because I don't know what I'm going to be doing with my job. Blah blah blah. And I basically, said, basically, my friend Craig <laughs> has got a real high moral compass, and with I no can't say that because <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> no, no, I'm, saying, I'm saying if I've got a job, I need to, I need no. to keep my job. No, but, but, but James, I, you know, I, know, I know where you work. I know the people you work with. I can guarantee yeah, sure you, if you, you say understand. to them, if I you say to them, guys. I cannot do that on principle, they would never make a vegetarian eat meat. No. They will never make you do that. That's true, okay. so, so if you really right. want well, to... Good. Well, well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll mull that over. <laughs> anyway, I said to him... Anyway, but, but, you know, if bullshit you're going to send me to Qatar, <laughs> so be it. <laughs> it's only a four-hour flight. The, uh, but I said to him... I said you're gonna you're gonna the one World Cup you're gonna skip. We're gonna fucking, is the one where we're gonna, gonna win it. Can you imagine that? Mm. How do you feel if the, if how yeah. do you feel if that happens? Do you know Horrible. what I was, I was having this I was having this conversation about the World Cup final. My life changed a bit, but prior to prior to some news I had, I was convinced that no matter what it took, England I, I was gonna go to the final. So much so that I started doing a fund. Like saving up, I was thinking, how much will it cost, and how much am I ready to pay? If England get to the World Cup final in Qatar, will you go? Like you can't. I don't think that, as an England supporter, the way that we both are, yeah. I don't think that you can allow a situation to happen where England win a World Cup and you're not in the stadium. I I pray that I'm working. Oh, I'm not, I don't really want to work it. Do you know what I mean? I hope that I'm involved in some way and it's at high enough of a level. But even saying that. 
because that's my dream's always been to present a World Cup final. It's always been my dream. Yeah. Like from the start of my career. So if that opportunity comes, then that's going to be amazing. But if England are in it, I don't know if I want to work that. I would do. I think <laughs> that, just want to be. Obviously, you? this is really easy to say, but I think that there is. You've got to remember, we're all we're getting older. You're only going to live for however many years, mm. and you can't take any money with you. So you, you can spend, right? This has always been my philosophy, which is why I've got no money. But this has always been my philosophy. <laughs> so if you want a nice, if you want a nice John Smedley top, you buy yourself one. If you want to go to World Cup final, you have to go. I think that if England got to World Cup final, I would have to be there, and I would pay. Anything, <laughs> genuinely. Would it have to be a financial thing, though? What if there was kind I of like don't think they'd body. accept my time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're welcome to it, and it's for Let's sale, say, and yeah, it's cheap. Talk. It's Let's really talk. cheap. <laughs> um, but yeah, my body, my time—it's all for sale. I'm very right. much for sale. But I would do anything it took to get. Sure. Let us know in the comments below. Um, so your club be a Champions League final, or but really. I mean, some of them don't like England. No, but you, but your World team, Cup World final. Cup final. Look, would you? How much? Let's would you pretend pay? you're in this situation. Say, which is right. Say you have. I don't even know if you do. But say you had ten thousand pounds. I don't. Which is a <laughs> lot of money, right? You know, that's kind of a good step towards a deposit for a property or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But England get to the final. Oof. Would and I say I'll have a ticket, but it's ten thousand pounds, <laughs> which is you know, not far off. You know, that's that's yeah, yeah. that's pretty much six months' salary for the average wage in in this country. Six months' work for 90 minutes of football. I think that's money well spent. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you lose, though, I guess as you... You, you, can't think, you can't think like that. You've you got to go, look, if we lose, we lose. The important thing is that I'm there. You're there. Yeah, yeah. And also, oh. if you win, you've, you're part of history. Yeah. You're yeah, part I was of, there. You're part of the rest of your life. You are part of Yeah, I was there. Yeah. I'm like that about Trevor Sinclair's bicycle. Were you there? Barnsley. Last time we won an FA Cup game. And we tied that in perfectly. <laughs> yeah, perfectly. <laughs> right, let's move on. We're going to talk about Oligan Sasha in just a second. Uh, but this now it's time for uh, Who Am I? Normally we put a reverb there and I shout it, but I won't be doing it for Rory's delicate ears. Uh, last week, so we've got FA Cup special this time. Uh, last do, you week, not do, do you not do it as like Beanie Man? Who am I? That's a great opportunity to give it like, Matt, oh you? my, I'm the golden sugar. You could have, like, you've missed a massive <laughs> opportunity there. Next week. You don't need to shout <laughs> Beanie Man. You don't need to shout Who Am I. You just play Beanie Man. Who am I? Right, right. You better get a copyright strike. We're not allowed that. Uh, so last time we asked you this, oh shit, I didn't put the answer. I can't remember who it was. Oh, don't worry, I'll get it right. I was born in 1990. I'm a Premier League winner and I've also played in the Champions League. I never made any Premier League appearances for my first club. Oh, I know it is. And I had four loan moves before joining a championship club in 2011. I have won international caps for my ca- uh, county, country. Oh, am I? That was last week's one. Give me five seconds. Ryan Bertrand. He's in your squad. Five, four, Danny Drinkwater. Oh, God. Is he born in 1990s? Yeah. Oh, he must have had an uphill paper round. Uh, yeah, he does look uphill. <laughs> uh, right, this week I've got uh, I've got three FA Cup ones that I thought I'd test you with. Okay. Right, who is the only scouser to win the FA Cup for both Liverpool and Everton? And he's a scouser. Yeah, Gary Ablett. Correct. Well done. Very good. Flavoured never got that. Um, which player played in seven? Oh fuck! I don't know the answer. I do. Which player played in seven FA Cup finals between 1991 and 2005? If you can't Mark get Hughes? it. Mark Hughes? No. Ashley Cole? No. That's a good guess. Uh, I don't know. Let us know in the comments below. You'll find out next Five goalkeepers played in two or more. Can you name any of them? Seaman. Seaman is one. Petr Cech. Yes. Um, uh, Jens Lehmann. No. What the dates? In the noughties. Two or more FA Cup finals. Um, there's five. Okay. I'll keep thinking, I'll keep thinking. Let us know in the comments below. All right, let's talk about Man United who have won... Uh, oh, Van der Sar? No. Oh. Uh, Man United. Uh, what I want to talk about with Man United, obviously Gunnar Solskjaer's come in, four wins on the bounce uh, against pretty easy teams, to be fair. Well, this is it, James. This is it. This is what nobody's saying. Mourinho wins those fixtures. 
He does, doesn't he? Yeah. Or does he? He doesn't win it in the pomp that they won it, but he wins those fixtures. And then everything's okay. They beat Newcastle under Mourinho before that three-two game. They were two 0 down. They won three-two. Yeah, true. Let's. People again. Might have drawn. I don't know. They drew with Southampton. They drew with Palace. I, I, I think that he's done very well, Solskjaer. I think they're playing nice football, and most importantly, there's a smile on the players' faces, and that is so valuable. It's mad how valuable that is, isn't it? It's probably the most important thing. A happy squad. A happy. Well, put it this way: an unhappy squad. You won't win anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Um, Do you see any sort of parallels with um, life after Mourinho with uh, with Chelsea? Because do you know, do you know there's a horrible, terrible. You and that horrible. It's the same day. There's, isn't a, it? there's a terrible comparison that is feeling quite real. That is very worrying. Which is, we had Andre Villas Boas. Villas Boas, we hated. He left. He went to Tottenham. He's you know been eradicated from my mind, if possible. That year, he left. We were a very average team. We finished sixth in the league. Our legend, our, you know, one of the, a man who has had more contribution to, to defining moments in Chelsea's history than anyone else. Fastest goal at Wembley, you know, scored the last goal at the old Wembley, came back as a manager. Who am time. I? <laughs> Who am I? Yeah, exactly. Roberto Di Matteo. <laughs> yeah. Right? It, it feels a little bit social. Oh. Mm-hmm. Feels a little bit Solskjaer. That's a great point. They've got a nice, they've got a nice draw in Europe. Yeah, they know. There's no consequences, really, is there? The only thing you can do is do better. Pogba's, Pogba's playing with a smile on his face, and I rate Pogba so high. I think Paul Pogba is so good. You know, when there was talk of him being unhappy and he's going to have to leave, I was thinking, why are we not doing this? He's <laughs> so fucking good at football. Just get him. Just get him. They never sell it to you, really. No, well, I don't know. You'd say that, but then you look at Matic and you look at Matter and I know, but <laughs> that was you. I would say that I would say they shouldn't. But I was just thinking they they need him out of the club. Mourinho wanted him out of the club. Just mm. get him because he's brilliant. Like anyone who doesn't think he's brilliant doesn't see it. I, again, I I, I want to see it. I want to see it against a top team. It's Huddersfield, Cardiff. Bournemouth on the worst run. No, but I mean, aside, I'm not even talking about his performances lately. Just overall, Paul Pogba is such a good football player. Right. And I think that you should try, we should have tried to get hold of him. But him playing as he can, Mm. controlling the tempo of the game, scoring big goals. If he can get his act together, if they can get the forwards firing, you never know. And that's a terrifying thought. I also think they're going to get fourth spot. I wouldn't be surprised. I, you know, I've said it from the start. I just in that Arsenal squad's no, it's not Mate, anywhere us. near us. Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah, sorry, but I think they'll leapfrog. Leap, uh, I think, for sure. yeah, and us though. It's. It, I think the problem. Although saying that again, I'm, I'm, I'm like look, talking nonsense. I think they're all much of a matches at the moment. You can't score a goal. <laughs> Tottenham City and Liverpool make it, right? No matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the top order. three. Tottenham down. City. So there's one place up for grabs, which seemed like it was between Chelsea and Arsenal. Mm. It's now not between Chelsea and Arsenal, is it? I think we'll f- you'll find that out in the, in the next four games because... Yeah, I agree. Because of how yeah. easy these first four yeah, games were. agreed. And also, the Christmas period is just, everyone's knackered. So weird results happen. It happens every single year. Mm. But I, I tell you what, this, if he does really, really well... There will be this pressure to give him the job, which could be good long term. Yeah, which is good long term. You're good long term, because mate, I read an article in the Times that the Cardiff fan had written about Solskjaer, and he oh, was yeah. funny. The, the Cardiff <laughs> fan was really funny. He was just like, he, he honestly thinks Solskjaer is a moron. Really? Yeah, and, and he, he wrote does, it really well. He does, the way he talks is a bit. Yeah, he thinks he's a more like this, this Cardiff he fan. Said, he used the word laxadaisy. Did he? Yeah. How does he know that? It's <laughs> laxadaisical though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. But I mean, how's yeah. he even has even aware because of he's that? Just like, I guess he was a long time in Manchester. So I love he's it. got that twang. He's got a shack at his it's, twang. It's, it's, so, it's so funny when that when that happens. Have you ever heard Jan Mulby speak? No. Jan Mulby's obviously Norwegian, but yeah. he speaks with like the most broad Scouse accent. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like like a hybrid between like Norwegian and Scouse. So you think you think they'll finish above Chelsea? I think they could. The only thing we have over them is we've got a gap already. So effectively, all we have to do is match their results. Mm. They need to, they they need to demonstrate almost title-winning form. Yeah. To to catch us. Yeah. That's true. But if they do, like Chelsea are there for the taking. If somebody does it, it shows, doesn't it, that you like it. Just the the feeling amongst players in their general form. You you just look you look at that squad now, and all of a sudden, instead of going, instead of saying the names, you go Sanchez, Martial. Mm. 
uh, Pogba's flying, Rashford's on fire, Lukaku's banging in goals. That's five players. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, their whole squad just looks different. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so have a look at those fixtures. Quick one in the FA yep. Cup. Within. Give us a prediction. Okay. Within. For what? I want a shock. Yeah, I want two shocks. Is Birmingham City beating West Ham shockable? Yeah. Okay, so that one then. West Ham out of the cup. Okay. <laughs> Go on, give us one more. Um, I think guaranteed Derby County win over Southampton, which isn't even a shock, really. And I think Blackburn Rovers could nick something against Newcastle United. Dear, who's, where's Huddersfield? Who are they playing? Huddersfield. Oh, there. There's a load of games on. Oh, there you are. Bristol City. Ooh. Yeah, go on. Bristol, Bristol, Bristol been on good form. Have they? Yeah, Bristol oh. City been playing well. And uh, a massive shot, QPR to win this week. Come on, please. Yeah, that's God a big shot. Yeah, we've because uh, we we um, it was incredible. We we made history the other day. We beat we beat Forest. Forest. You haven't won at Forest. Yeah, thirty-five attempts. I, I remember. I'm not a gambling man, right? Never have been. It's just not something I enjoy at all. One boxing day, I ended up in a bookies. So I did. You know when you do like ten games Cumulate, or something. I didn't right. know what, and I put. Two quid on it, or three quid or something, and I, and I was terrified. I was like, "Oh, what a waste!" It's just not my <laughs> bag at all. So it's Boxing Day five years ago or something. The night game, I got them all right, and the night game was QPR Forest, and I had Forest to win. A couple of years ago, I had Forest to win, and they did. And yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, I'm amazing!" I'm you showing like everyone. Four or something. I'm showing. Yeah, it was, yeah, they pissed it. Yeah, I'm yeah. showing everyone. Right, I've got ten things right. I was like, "Look at that, I'm rich." Because I put only two or three quid on it. I got like 55 quid oh, on right. it. Like, no, oh, yeah, it must have been like, that shows the, uh, shows the uh, odds on QPR within the, uh, yeah. the city ground. But yeah, we did it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I remember watching that game and just being so invested. One Boxing Day night. Did you never look? Did you not say at the bottom how much you'd win? Yeah, no, I don't. Mate, I, I'm right. not a professional guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't okay, get okay. it at all. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. It's very intimidating in a bookies as well. Have you ever been in one of them? But yeah, we're just, yeah. So intimidating. It's very smelly. So intimidating. Uh, footballers wangs. Now the reason I like this one is because you don't know this person. Very few people will know this person. So footballers wangs when you if someone spotted someone's <laughs> penis. Oh right. And footballers, and um, it's just something that's just kind of got away from me now. And now it's part of the podcast. So now, so there's a segment on this podcast where people write in it's and say, "I've <laughs> what?" Well, so you'd write in and go, "So when I was 16, I played football in the same team <laughs> as Mark yeah, yeah. Rashford." Yeah. And I've seen his penis and, the, and describe <laughs> it. No, it's more like, um, it's more like um, so I was in this bar and couldn't believe it. I was in this bar, Ross Barkley so was in there, suddenly... So like, Ross Barkley is one, we've had Ross really? Barkley. Apparently, yeah, apparently he's got pipe. Yeah, apparently he's very solid, yeah. Um, Dennis Wise, less so. But I have asked for the month of the year and the temperature. Because I think... And age winter, as well. Why is he older? You've got to give him a bit of grace here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, the thing I like about this one is that yeah, I'm going to read this out to you and this is all you'll ever know about this person. Okay. And it, so sometimes it's good to like... You know sometimes you just have weird stats on people? Yeah. This is the only thing you're going to know. Um, Footballers Wang, Sebastian Rodriguez. Thank you very much, mate, for writing in and sharing. Uh, a few years ago... <laughs> a, few, a few years back, my grandparents and I visited my brother in Vancouver where... Costa Rican, we're Costa Rican, and this was when Christian Balanos and Kendall Waston uh, were at the Vancouver Whitecaps. Omitting some details, my grandfather knows some people at the Costa Rican FA. We were able to get not only tickets to the game, but also went out for dinner with Christian, Kendall, and their families. At some point, my brother had to piss, and it just so happens Christian followed him to the bathroom. Later, my brother told me he caught a sneaky glimpse of his... <laughs> Of his log, <laughs> and people always put. Everyone has their own little weird yeah, word for penis. Bit of a slang log. version, okay. Glimpse of his log. Nothing interesting to report, unfortunately. I guess some people are unremarkable on and off the pitch. Right. So an average. So, so if you ever anyone ever brings up Christian Balanos Navarro, Costa Rican footballer, he was a winger. Let you have that. Just go. You know, he's got an average size. Average size penis. penis. I think. I think an average sized penis. Isn't an insult though. No, I think I hope average not. size is. It's average, isn't it? It's average. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can live with that. Yeah, if you, anything, you're like, oh, he's one of you know, yeah. he's one of us. Yeah, average size is fine because also average is probably the most desirable. Yeah. Most At desirable. least from a female's perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, my, not. My wife says that as well. Maybe <laughs> not from a man's perspective, but I think. <laughs> no, I'm standing by that. <laughs> okay. <good. I> <laughs> 
<laughs> you disagree. You definitely disagree. I don't know. Fuck. Who knows? It seems to work. <laughs> yeah. Yours do. <laughs> uh, right. Find a way. Another segment. We're okay. Into segment zone now, Rory. Right. Um, hashtag find a way. This is when someone has found a way to watch the football. So remember last year we had soldiers lost in battle. Yeah. This year flipped on its head, and this is how someone's gone the extra mile to to uh, to watch the football. So I'm going to put on some epic music and cool. edit to this. Uh, but you'll just have to hear it, hear that in your head now. So Carlos Bishop, uh, it was year 11 and I'm an Arsenal fan and we were playing Hull in the FA Cup final, first game in years. First game in years? First FA Cup final in years. I live in New Zealand so games are on early in the morning. It started around 7-ish if I recall correctly and I tried to fake being sick to not go to school. Can you imagine that? FA Cup finals at like 8 in the morning. Yeah, what happened to us during the World Cup? Do you remember the World Cup in 2002? Yeah. I remember meeting my mate in the pub and and I was like, okay, see, see you in a pub for the football. We'll meet you there at half six. It's having a pint at half six. Like, what Horrible. is happening? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, so tried to fake not, uh, tried to fake being sick to not go to school. We went one goal down and then another, feeling like it was all going to go wrong, just as it did in the Carling Cup final against Birmingham earlier that season. I then get forced to go to school. I go to school and we're still a goal down. My friends joking with me about it as I'm watching it before school starts. Then school, then, then school. right as the bell rings to go to class, Cazorla was standing over the free kick and all my mates and I are watching it on its phone, I guess, and we're going to go to class after the free kick. Cazorla whips it into the top right corner and the game's back on. I have to go to maths class and we're doing a thing called Mathletics on the computer. I find an illegal stream to watch it on, on the other tab, and we're still 2-1 down later on. Then I see Koscielny score. I struggle to stay in my seat with the excitement I felt. Into extra time it goes and a few minutes in to it, my teacher sees what I'm doing and tells me to get it off. I pretend to close the tab, but think that I can't miss the biggest game of my club in years and that it's worth the risk of a detention, so I just switch tabs. Then I wait about three or four minutes and there it is, Giroud holding up the ball and Ramsey toe pokes it in and I jump up and then I remember I'm in maths class and and just juicy act, and just acted like my pants were uncomfy, like you got an itchy bum. <laughs> I get a few weird looks, but I barely noticed, and quite frankly, couldn't care less. We've scored in extra time in the cup final. The best day of my life. Well played. Found a way. Well played, sir. Sorry, poor reading for me there. It's really small. Uh, disappointing headlines time. Um, this was sent to me by someone I can't remember the name. Really sorry. Um, Flat probably didn't do this with you either. But it's just, yeah, a disappointing headline from the world of football. Um, so football fans can't keep their hands off Cristiano Ronaldo's statue's crotch, says the New Zealand Herald. Okay. So basically what's happened is um, Ronaldo's got a statue in, uh, is it Madeira? Must be. So this is the statue. Okay. And people keep doing that. Yeah, people could. So he's been given a, a sort of a fairly sized... Mm-hmm. Tying it in again, uh, footballers wang, um, and what keeps happening is people keep seeing it and therefore touching it, and so now because everyone keeps touching it, as you can see there, it's now um, getting sort of overly polished. Okay, <laughs> and so it's now it's like illuminating. Yeah, yeah. And, and it is. It's like it's look at the girth yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible, isn't it? It's incredible. Um, but it's I, magnificent. It's like Dion Dublin. It <laughs> is. He's had some. He's had some run-ins, hasn't he, Ronaldo, with the uh, with the statues. Yes, because yeah. he had that one that was nothing like him. That was just woeful. It was like, um, <laughs> no one will know this. Do you remember Art Attack? Yes, it was. It was like <laughs> it was that, like head. Head, it? that head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and exactly like oh, that. Neil Buchanan. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Buchanan, God bless him. Uh, so fans can't keep their hands off Cristiano Ronaldo's statue's crotch. That was this week's disappointing headline. That's exactly what that was like, actually. Can you put an image of that up for people? Because that's so accurate. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. That is, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now... Flames advice. So, Rory, you're going to have to help me with this. Okay. Um, hang on. So, this is actually... Uh, this is a tiny bit of advice, but basically this is a roundup of something that's been going on for quite a while. So, we had this guy called Bagel Guy. Okay. Right? He tried it on with this... Uh, sorry, he was going to this bagel place and there was this bagel girl mm. who um, was giving him extra schmear on his, on his bagel. Beautiful. And he was like... He fancied her, but he was getting more schmear. Did he want to upset that by asking her out. Mm. He tried, he decided he was going to ask her out after speaking to us, of course, on the podcast. And we said, go for it. 
So he tried to go for it, but he said, oh, um, can I get you a coffee? And she went, oh, no, we get coffee for free here. Oh. So that was a bit Ooh. awkward. Anyway, we were like, you've got to go for it again, be a bit more yeah, be a bit clearer. Yeah, a bit yeah, yeah. He then had uh, an episode with her um, like in a sort of shopping centre or a car park or something. Ended up spending like, started chatting to her, then like spent 30 minutes chatting with her and it was going really well. He thought it was going really, really well. And then, um, long story short, she then said, my friend, oh, you'd be great for my friend. Oh, mate. And he said, oh, God. But he it's felt like there'd been a bit of a connection. And she was like, he went, oh, no, I, I wanted to ask you out. And then it was a bit awkward. And so he then said, that's it. That's enough. Yeah, he's correct. Flav disagreed. Flav was like, it's not over. You've got to fight for this. No. You've had a, you've had a, a great, um, eight, you've had a great 30 minutes of chat there. No. There's something going on there. Now, no. two people have, have offered different things, right? So one is uh, Moloch125. It's a great pod as always, boys. Thank you. Uh, but I've got a bone to pick with you. That bit of advice you gave our bagel shop lover boy is off base. He's already told her flat out that he wants to date her and she tastefully deflected by suggesting to hook him up with a friend. Yep. Translation, I personally am not interested in dating you. But here's someone who might be. Our boy has got to take a hint and leave well enough alone or risk being a pest. It goes on. Correct. City Fisher, though, says, Come on, bagel guy, you've got to do this. You can do this. Don't give up yet. Have one more go at it. Just one more. No. Do you know Tyler what Norton, Sydney... bagel guy, is in with a real shout there. You'd have to go back and watch the whole thing. But There's mate, an element do you, there. you know what Sydney Fisher here is doing? He wants... He wants the entertainment, doesn't he? Like you do. <laughs> a little bit. Like you do. Of ah. course, of course, Sydney Fisher is suggesting that you go back because he wants to hear more of the story and it's funny. But no, no. we're not like this. This community is not like that. Really. It is. It's not. Every community is like that it's because not. it is funny. It's no, not no, subjectively no, funny. This is funny. You'd be surprised. Someone was going, someone wrote, oh, everyone's going, just checking in. Everyone's going really well for me at the moment. I'm going to propose to my, uh, my girlfriend next week. And then someone else went, oh, brilliant, mate. Let us know how you get on. Like they're chatting with each other. It's brilliant. James, there is no way that this girl is interested in this bagel guy. Okay. Well, I'm cr- you- so bagel guy said this. And then I, I, I will give the final advice to an independent party and yourself. Okay. Vtalk said, just checking in, guys. I'm not in town as I'm visiting my family for the holidays. Uh, I think it comes as a much-needed break. When I come back next year, I will try one last time and go balls out, as you suggested, as I'm at a point where I have nothing to lose. Anyway, happy holidays. Cheers. Now, should he abort the mission? Or yes. just one last go? No, she's made it patently obvious that she is not interested if when, you know when he said can I get you the coffee if she, she was into him that was she enough she knew what he meant yeah. she knew what he meant she's not a moron she knew what he meant that, the, what the, co- she is a moron. the coffee <laughs> is the, when you ask someone out the drink is irrelevant it's the it's the process right. can I take you for a coffee you don't need to have a coffee do you you can have anything you can have a gin and tonic for all I care make a good point I'm sorry, bagel guy. I wish you... What you should do, I my advice, meet the mate. Meet the mate and the story continues. That way Sydney Fisher's happy. <laughs> Everyone wins. The story's not finished. It's just changing direction. So, sorry, have I blown your narrative? No, 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 no. There's a really cracking um, Flames advice in the comments last week which I'm going to read next week. Mm-hmm. So uh, don't worry about it, guys. Loads of entertainment stuff to come. But no, no, we care about VTalks. I, s- I don't see the harm in having one last go. No, there's never a harm. There's never harm as long as just you're... respectfully do it. No, there's never there's never harm. Yeah, but the other guy saying you're what's he saying? It's never happening, is it? If our boy if our boy follows your advice, the first guy follows your advice and takes another run at it, then he's gonna wind up coming off as that prick who won't take no for an answer. If he's not already that guy, that she really dreads running into, and that's a bad look. Yeah, she'll be quitting her job. <laughs> She's then there's a new girl. Then there's a, exactly <laughs> exactly. Continue. <laughs> okay, Roy says don't do it. Either way, let us know what you do. Let us know in the comments below. Rory, it's been a pleasure, mate. James, thank you. Nice to have a natter. It is. Lots of Chelsea chat there. It is. Um, Where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter called Chelsea Rory. Yeah? Yeah. What about the channel? And on YouTube. And on YouTube (laughs) called CFC Fan TV. There you go. Um, if you don't subscribe to us on iTunes, then go and do that right now because that's that's good for the podcast, isn't it? Um, like this video if you haven't yet, and uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Make sure you check in as well. Flav will be back next week, unfortunately, because I've enjoyed this. <laughs> I do like Flav as well. So uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, subscribe to Wall Street. Ta-da. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.